Um, I was gonna. I was assuming when you said he didn't use protection, he was late and didn't use protection. You meant that he forgot to use SPF in his moisturizer or get moisturizer with SPF, and so he was at a like emergency appointment with his uh, dermatologist. Yeah, he's he's now crispy mayonnaise. But the shirt is great. So it, yeah, definitely option C. Oh hi, hello. Hi, hi. Austin. How are you? Hi. Good, good to see all of you here today. Wait, is this an intervention? Austin, you were supposed to tell me. You're supposed to let me know ahead of time. You don't spring an intervention on the people. <laughs> Hello, doing everyone. I'm aware that this is an intervention, and uh, I'm doing the Uno reverse. Now you guys are getting intervened. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was confused. I thought Anne was setting it up like you guys are throwing an intervention for me. And I say throwing because anything that's about me is a party. Um, or are we? Well, I don't want to. I don't. Well, I'll be honest. I don't want to do it for you because this is like the what the seventh time we've intervened for you, and I don't have anything for the ivory intervention. Don't give me attention, please. This is really feel, starting to feeling like uh, feel like the Spider Man meme of interventions. <laughs> We're all just pointing at each other. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh. Science, magic, horses, truth, banter, 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 banter. Today we're joined by a uh, Anne, a singular Anne. Yeah, uh, Anne. What what do you call a group of Anns? I've you know I've actually never considered this. Uh, There's so few of us under the age of forty. Uh, my vote is a confidence uh, of Anns and eggs of Anns. <laughs> oh, a dozen. A dozen Anns. <laughs> a her of Anns. <laughs> a carton. A gross. <laughs> A plant. <laughs> a plant of ants. Because you are the FBI. You are our FBI uh, handler. And thank you for doing what you do. That's true. I, I do like to handle some FBI when I can get my paws on one. <laughs> oh, Quantico, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, what? I'm talking about all the cocaine they confiscate. What did you oh. think I was talking about? <laughs> Which is really funny. You know, they could just go to the CIA directly and get that. Go straight to the source, baby. <laughs> like, cut out the middleman. See, this is the kind of government waste that still uh, still makes me upset. Like, Just keep it from going to the streets and just go directly this to the CIA. This is why we need to hand over cocaine to the private sector. I think the states should handle cocaine. Well, although if the Tennessee House is any indication, they've already tried that. They've already kind of done that, yeah. Yeah. Oi. Oh, well, uneventful week. In, in the questioning of the Tennessee Three, there was a lot of... Yeah, a lot of, a lot of big very sniffs. Very conspicuous sniffling. <laughs> well, their, their previous Speaker of the House, his chief of staff had to resign because he was sending super racist texts using the N-word and stuff, and he also was routinely talking about and texting about doing cocaine in, in the Speaker's office. Just okay. like... The, like a, but you he know, wasn't the one that pissed on somebody's chair. I don't think that was him, um, but you know they're this the party. Just... They're the party of family values. And so there's really, there's really no anyone. way of knowing who did that, so we shouldn't inquire further as to who peed on that chair. So we should really just drop that because you know no one can know for sure. <laughs> We're really, all trying to find really the guy feels, who did this. <laughs> it really feels like a Real Housewives of New Jersey spinoff to me. Mm. More and more with uh, every passing revelation. Yeah. Ah. Oh. 
So, um, you know, the Tennessee three, we had we had the the Jameses got expelled, um, stripped of their stripped of their committees and booted, uh, and they kept the white lady, uh, of course, because Tennessee. No one's surprised. It's pretty horrible naked power politics. But to make comedy out of it, I would like to ask each of you, what is the minor infraction you would most likely get expelled from a political body for? Uh, for peeing on the chair, but only a little bit. <laughs> that makes it sound more like an accident, less of a crime. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It's more yeah. like a... <laughs> <laughs> for having a, a chair-based piss accident on the floor. <laughs> did you uh, Did you pee on this chair? No. Well, it depends. <laughs> Depends for the Republican <laughs> congressperson in your life. <laughs> now with a flap for oh. easy, whatever you do in an airport bathroom. We don't ask questions. Ooh, that was a deep cut. Although that's uh, far from the worst thing to ever come out of Idaho these days. <laughs> and what would you get oh, expelled Lord. for? <laughs> uh, minor infraction. I would have to say, um, I would have to say probably having a vagina. Oh yeah, that's not okay. I mean, I know they kept the one, but she's she's past um age of childbearing. So um, Which as you know, reproductive yeah. capability is the only way to determine someone's gender. Exactly. Yeah. Reproductive so at that capability point, is, is and, she a man and now? really sexiness. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. is I think when it comes to one, I'm not saying she's not sexy because I mean the more people protest in in favor of uh in favor of the lives of children the more attractive they become, but um, more so just saying in the eyes of the average Republican man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that's what these, these Republican bills trying to determine gender, they just got to be more clear about it. Women are the ones that are fuckable. That's kind of exactly. what they're getting at. Right. Exactly. That's what they're after. That's really what it comes down to is, is if you don't use she, her pronouns, um, how will, and, and we know what that means according to our standards, like how do we know if we want to fuck you? Thanks. That's what exactly. the Republican men are saying. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, that's. I think that that's the. Yeah. And also, when a lady's done with menopause, you got a lightsaber at shutdown there. <laughs> Wait, how does one lightsaber something shut? I, yeah, they're 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 famously not not very much for welding. They're more for opening. <laughs> I remember that door from the first one. That was kind uh, of unwelded. Yeah, I think. Are you talking about like how they are used to like a, a lightsaber cut cauterizes the wound? It behind yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you say also, it, when you put it like that, now I feel wait, bad. Austin, what do you think a vagina is? It's like a, um, uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a series of tubes. <laughs> Actually, that's the closest you've ever come. <laughs> general, yeah, generally correct. <laughs> so, in that in that sense, the internet is. Our vagina, the all mother just... to which we all return. Oh, okay. That's horrifying. Wait, broadband. Okay. No, if that makes sense. So does that mean that fiber is okay. uh, good for internet, okay. bad for lady of fiber down there? <laughs> uh, all right. Well. And what's your infraction that you're going to get expelled? Oh, I, I, I'd be filibustering by reading the entirety of the Communist Manifesto aloud. Front to back. Perfect. I don't only feel like yeah. 20 minutes. That thing's tiny. <laughs> February 1848. A specter is haunting Europe. The specter of communism. All the powers of old Europe oh, have damn, entered into a holy alliance into exercising Sir, will you yield your time? Spirit. Sir, will you yield your time? 
Mencic and Gutsatz, French radicals and German God police God damn it, I'll spies. never get my bill passed where we have to lightsaber it shut now. <laughs> Which for some reason they're calling the, uh, the you know. The Protect Our um, Children from Ladies What Can't Have Children Act. Yeah, right. It's, um, you know, obviously, you know, we're seeing minority rule with the gerrymandering and trying to use every bit of power they have on a state level to try and fuck with things. You know, Republicans in Montana are trying to make our Supreme Court, trying to propose a constitutional amendment for a Supreme Court to be appointed by the governor rather than voted on by the people. Um, they're also trying to change the election laws just for one one Senate race, just for when testers up for re-election where third parties can't uh, be on the ballot. Only the two candidates who receive the most uh, support in primaries will be on the ballot. You know, it's very clear what they're doing. The playbook is obvious. This is fascist behavior. Like, mm. we're not surprised by and this. And there's that the lady in North Carolina, the, the second she got elected, she said, oh, I'm not a Democrat. Actually, I'm a pro-life Republican. Yep. And she comes from a long line of Democrat politicians. And uh, well, she was also the head of a charter school. So, yeah. So, you know, she the probably was that was a wall. big payday, big payday for her, I'm guessing. Um, but uh, so within this this context, we have, you know, now uh, federal judges uh, in dueling <laughs> bans on abortion medication, the Texas judge outlawing it and then. Washington judge say no 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 it's uh, the FDA has to keep that keep that going so my question my question for both of you is um, are the Republicans just thinking too small you know what these are this is crazy and ridiculous power politics but if they wanted to they could pass something that just says like Jesus is president you know or they could pass something that says you know everyone needs to carry around the Ten Commandments actual stone tablets with them. Right, like oh, not not a well, DVD copy of Charlton Heston's The Ten Commandments. Excellent oh, film. Okay, yeah. Well, I was I was just wondering how big they they have to be, and like oh. of what of what stone can they can they be like a concrete imitation? Sure, like... it can be like uh, pieces from the Berlin Wall. You know, it's just construction site rubble from East Berlin, but we're selling it for as like an anti-communism trinket. Oh, that's um, cool. yeah, that's fine. Okay. Then I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I think it, you, you know, get it's it so cumbersome if you think about it. Well, yeah, you get extra points if the stone's actually like from the Middle East. Um, and if it's written in Hebrew, uh, you get you get minus points, actually, because we want we want those words to be transliterated a number of times so that we can yeah, so kind of workshop the Ten Commandments to, to get like an American Ten Commandments, like thou right, shalt right, not right. drive an electric car, you know, thou shalt not support thy neighbor. Um, thou shalt uh, pry it from my cold, dead hands, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife unless she's like really hot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And unless you're unless you're sure um, she she doesn't have uh, or she has she her pronouns. Right. My pronouns are fucking off. <laughs> so as fuck was saying. <laughs> I know. I just love to. Uh, it's, you know. Uh, I saw a TikTok recently where this uh, guy was dunking on people talking about how all embryos and zygotes start out female. He's like, you were female, man. Then, like, you think life begins at conception, so you're trans. There's no such <laughs> thing as men. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, all uh, our start as innies. That's just zygotic yeah. development, baby. 
Literal baby. <laughs> literal, <laughs> literal baby. Literal baby. That's that's uh that's how I'll end zingers to my to my child. When we have a baby, I'll be like, check out this literal baby. That's turning into Yogi Bear. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the Yogi Bearification of America's dads is a real problem that no one is addressing. You know, wh- men aren't men anymore. Now they're now they're bears wearing just a hat and a and a collar and a tie for some reason. <laughs> And furries in a collar and a tie, no less. Well, you got to accessorize. <laughs> I, uh, the tail I, really throws off the spinal alignment if uh, worn improperly. And you don't have to. You don't have to tell Austin about how to harness the tail correctly. <laughs> I um, um, you said you wouldn't bring up my my um my vestigial tail that's getting bigger. I was hoping. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. That's okay. We can we can pivot. We can pivot. My we agent can, contacted uh, you before the Austin before the can filming. Pivot too. <laughs> Around on the tail. Around on his tail. Uh, my my uh. agent contacted you before filming and then and explicitly said not to bring up the the, the vestigial tail. It's getting bigger. <laughs> Are we sure it's not a tentacle? Extended cut. Takes off lapel. Mike well. storms off. <laughs> I think you guys need to start a Patreon where you just like include an extended cut of banter. Mm. I, banter. There's not that Uncut. much to extend. <laughs> yeah, we timed this down to the cut. second. It's all, it's all Dan Austin, going into the mic. Yeah, Austin trims out a few coughs and uh, that's about it. Any throat clearing? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no. Yeah. <laughs> Our throats are famously lubricated, Dan. <laughs> Dan and I, and I'm, I'm offended that you would say different. <laughs> sorry how dare you uh, I, just, I just assume with all the like the smoke inhalation of living in montana mm-hmm. over the summer it takes a toll that's yeah. just that's mesquite that's just to, that's to give me a nice wood-fired taste are you okay, guys watching so yellow smoking. jackets no oh, oh, that's so good. good that's real good but they just ate a girl for the first time that's like what it's about is these girls who i want you to like appreciate all the things i could have situation. said but did not well I I appreciate your restraint. Thank you. I'm a hero. <laughs> Austin, no one called you a hero, and no one ever will. I've been called... Austin meant euro. Yeah, I'm a euro. Oh. As in, like, the thing you get at, a, at, at uh, what's it, the pita place. Yeah. And delicious the, uh, chunks yeah. of seasoned lamb. Oh, that's why that's why you have that bumper sticker that says halal and ass. I got it. I get it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, I only eat halal, not for religious reasons, but uh, just because you like the the... white sauce so much. Yeah, just because I like white sauce so much. (laughs) Listen, there is no better French fry than a halal guy's cart French fry. The only way in which they are bad is they go cold faster. The only thing that goes cold faster than a halal cart French fry is the old Wendy's French fries before they went natural cut. You guys remember the old ones that were basically like pieces of potato held together by our collective belief that they were fries? They were just serving us like mashed potatoes that had been rehydrated, like powdered like mashed potatoes. potatoes that looked like a crystal that you grew in a dish. A hundred percent. These were lab grown fries. That's the future of fries. Like, it really was, it just felt like a mush in your hand, right? Those fries were so wet. They were just saturated with oil. They were terrible, but also really good at the same time. Yeah, they matched how I felt. Soggy and limp and, like, folding in on itself. Yeah, the the collapsing star. And still salty. 
I don't know about you guys, but fast food to me will always be tied to like high school and independence. Like eating fast food was like, I'm feeding myself. I'm eating what I want. I'm and it a only big caused boy. a problem one time. And otherwise, that was a great thing. I can go to IHOP whenever I want. I don't even care that everything's shitty there. Yeah. Or when Dan and I had a friend that worked at Arby's and would sometimes hook, it, hook us up with her family discount. Hell yeah. Just like, I got 36 cousins. How are they going to know that we're not that we're not related? Oh, I'm sure you go far enough back. We're we're related. That 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 friend's family and our families we probably met <laughs> at some sort Anne's, of. Anne's mitochondria and mine go way back. <laughs> uh, I mean, and you are my my sister from another Mister. But I wouldn't be surprised if we go far enough back in our family trees where we're connected. Because how long have the the Harringtons been in this country? Uh, like 1890s. Oh, okay. Austin, yeah. when did the Logans get here? Um. It depends whether or not you're talking about the the ones that arrived by boat or the ones that arrived by crate. I don't, I don't want you to elaborate, but I want you to elaborate. Well, I come from by a crate? big Irish background, and back then, um, to get over here, you'd have to classify yourself as cargo. Wow, um, oh, I understand. So they arrived in about the 1850s. Uh, unfortunately, that was when I'm, that was kind of like the 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 ass end of anti-Irish uh, sentiment in this country. So they were they were flung back on a giant trebuchet. <laughs> so it took them another 20 years to kind of get back over. Oh, they gotcha. don't teach that in schools anymore. They don't teach giant trebuchet. <laughs> it's a... They also don't teach what a trebuchet is, so I'm just going to Google that really quick. Yeah, it's like a it's like a big it's like a big uh weighted slingshot thing. Uh, yep, it's... yep, yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm more of a fan First of article a... is trebuchet versus catapult. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A great Trebuchet's debate. got much gotcha. more um, complicated physics happening with its counterweight. Trebuchet mm-hmm. is the kind of thing that, like, literally, and somebody that we grew up with, like, made one as, like, a science project. It's, like, the oh, kind of sure. thing nerdy homeschoolers loved. Uh, everybody they, loved You got trebuchet. him started. Now he's going to trebuchet can... all day. <laughs> the only reason you need to understand physics is to know how to make weapons so that when the mm-hmm. government tries to come and take your weapons, you can effectively fend them off. This podcast yeah, brought to I mean, you by Raytheon, Rotten <laughs> Hell, the CEO that died. <laughs> no, I mean, part of being homeschooled was like remembering Waco and, and going through the tapes and trying to plan to make your compound impenetrable. We had a whole class on prepping. I'm, I'm trying to remember that one. I think, um, thankfully, my family didn't really become close to the Burglies until... <laughs> I was in high school, maybe early or middle school, roughly. So, yeah, there wasn't really any doomsday prepping in my homeschool upbringing, except we did have a few more canned goods around the time of Y2K. Oh, everybody had that, like, distilled water and canned goods stock up at Y2K. I remember that. Why green beans? I mean... You really can't do worse well, for that's a, a canned vegetable. I think I think that's the point because once you have a couple can after a couple days of nothing but green beans, the the irradiated post apocalyptic wasteland doesn't seem so bad. Well, I think that the real trick with um, you know prepping food wise is you just got to double down on beans. Beans are where it's at. You get your proteins, you get some amino acids. Sometimes you even get like aquafaba or an aquafaba equivalent. Um, yeah, beans. If you're gonna prep, you gotta go beans. You gotta go hard, hard on the legumes. I, I've always said that, but about like being a prospector in them hills. Hmm. Sure, sure, sure. You need a big. Um, I'm wondering. 
I'm, it's just coming together for me that it's possible the reason Dan actually became vegan is because he's anticipating a very, very swift end to the world as we know it. And uh, he wants to be ready. He, he wants, wants to be to have primed his digestive, on the beans, yeah. Yeah, he wants to have his GI tract prepared for the amount of legumes he's going to be consuming for the next, well, for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, no, I think 50 pound uh, bags of dried kidney beans in his basement. Well, l- listen, I do have I do have like a 50 pound bag of dried beans in my basement. Like no joke. <laughs> um, we have we have quite a bit of uh dried beans um on premises, but I think the the key is you have to adjust to what your two main food sources are going to be, and that's beans and, beans and the human rich. Flesh. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eating, eating the so rich. We're all on the same page. Yeah. yeah exactly. Get, so the 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 rich is the real protein here. Protein and probably a lot of fat too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The beans is really to just keep things moving. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You got to have that fiber, um, and it's yeah. got to be accessible and, and easy enough to grow in a no power situation or a low power situation. Um, now, while beans are somewhat more water intensive crop, uh, you know it's kind of it's kind of the best that we have right now. Um, so. Right, and you can always you can always soak them with the blood you've drained from the rich to kind of exactly. rehydrate them for cooking, which so. is an excellent source of uh, of B twelve. Um, yeah, they they're all they're all taking their B12 vitamins. Some good so. iron, you know, you're mm-hmm. getting a lot of a lot of micronutrient bases covered there. So yeah. I think, and I think you know, you can make like... tools out of the bones. Like you can use every part of the billionaire. You really can. Oh, well, it's it's the only way to be respectful to the the legacy they're leaving behind. The deaths of millions of people and impoverishing Snout and exploiting tail, people. Snout to tail. Snout to tail. <laughs> Cooking a billionaire. Soup to nuts. Austin Logan's cookbook. <laughs> Page one. Nut soup. <laughs> Page two. Bone broth. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. How to season a bone broth from a millionaire's when the bone is taken from a millionaire's leg. Well, you know how like well they have extra bones. They do that's have extra part bones. Of, that's part of why you know they're they're so wealthy because they are superior to us. Because you know mm. wealth is a sign of um, you know being, being, a, being morally a higher superior. state of evolution. Really, exactly, exactly. Right, right. Okay. Like, so that's making sense. Like you know how I, like I just you're not a person. You're like an NPC in a video game, and you don't have your own thoughts or feelings or like soul. They do because they're billionaires. Mm. Oh, yeah. sure. Even yeah. the women? I wonder what that's like. Um, kind of. Like they yeah, have to, de- I get they have to like about, deaden it, but it's it's in there somewhere. I get confused about billionaire worship people because they're all pretty raging misogynists. So I'm like, well, you know, what about members of the Walden family, right? What about um, our illustrious former Secretary of Education? You know, is is she is she a real good moral person because of the money? Because she's also a woman, so you got to pick. But is she really a woman? Because I'm pretty sure she's been lightsabered shut at this point. <laughs> well, the legislation didn't pass. They had filibustered it. <laughs> oh, okay. Dan. Yeah. yeah, what can I say? So then my question is, by that same token, uh, men with a low sperm count, not men? Not men, no. Like, if it gets low enough, you become a femboy. Oh. That's how you know. That's I... how you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know <laughs> we need to come up with like a series oh no of, she's like, doing enchanted she's not mo- enchanted <laughs> oh god damn it uh, <laughs> we need to come up with like a series of educational shorts yeah with Anne singing the, the soundtrack behind it to sort of tie it all together 
just to, uh, to explain extreme right-wing legislation. <laughs> yeah, right. It's and the um, ideology that supports it. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of nuts that like in a very short period of time, the very fringe crazy stuff that we heard growing up and like we knew was like, oh, well, it's just these kooky homeschoolers has become the mainstream Republican Party so fast, so fast, yeah. like 15 years from the end of Bush to now, like through the Obama years and the Trump and now Biden years, like they've just completely embraced utter fucking lunacy and are wearing their racism, misogyny, transphobia just as a badge of honor and still managing to play the victim. It's, you know, it's why, fascinating. Why is that? Uh, for those that don't know, Anne started the Federalist Society. Anne, why is that? <laughs> um, well, I like to think of myself as a, uh, a silent partner in the Federalist Society, so thank you for outing me. <laughs> well, um, you're a woman, so they wouldn't let you speak at their meetings. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, what was? Can you ask the question again? I'm sorry. Why? why, why how'd you do it? How'd I do it? How'd, how'd we do it? How'd we turn these turntables... Um, you know, I think it, it really has a lot to do, um, with, with the belief that, uh, somehow we live, we live in the greatest country in the world and yet we are the most hated and least privileged within this great country that we have built that is amazing for everyone equally. Um, but no problems. somehow still unequally directed towards us, mm -hmm. um, yeah, where it's it's just really it's a lot of word salad. Um, it's about believing that you're the victim, like knowing in your heart that you've had it the hardest of anyone in yeah. America, yeah. which is still great. And there isn't actually anything bad, except for the things that we think aren't. aren't except aren't for America. everyone's coming for straight white Christians. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's it's really it's a really hard time to be a straight right white christian sorry right christian white christian straight right white right christian a little bit of a, a freudian lisp there yeah. um uh but yeah it's it's a really tough time to be us you know so um uh especially when we're in control of a lot of swing states via gerrymandering and you know um it's just it's just a really hard, you know, when the thing is, Austin, when you're in power, people hate you. When you're doing the right thing, you will be persecuted and people will hate you. That is you. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's yeah. how you know you're, so, you're doing right is by the number of people exactly. that hate you. And the louder their hate gets, we just, we just, you know, keep, keep plugging away. Rest in the comfort of their hatred, their hatred is our fuel because that's how we know we're doing the right thing is, you know. When the entire um, world says you're wrong. Heathens, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think I'm ready to be a Supreme Court justice now. You've convinced me. Please, please <laughs> okay. buy me a vacation to the Maldives. I was going to say, Austin, this is not going to make that carnival cruise happen for you, okay? <laughs> you just got to pay for it and accept getting COVID. That's what everyone has to do. <laughs> and watch yourself on the railing. It's international waters and they will not investigate. All the people that have gone overboard at Disney cruises, nothing has happened. Uh, hmm, that gives me an idea. Ha oh, ha, I guess you're shit out of luck. <laughs> it was Mickey that did it every time. You think you could sue me? 
I just took on the entire government of Florida. I'm 95 fucking years old, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> but yeah, all the people that fell off were blood sacrifices to the mouse god. <laughs> McThulu. No, that's actually... um. Irish Cthulhu? Uh, uh, like McDonald's burger, but made with Cthulhu meat. McThulhu. <laughs> it's like the McRib. It's only only sometimes when they find the unknowable meat. <laughs> they put it the in McDonald's the McDonald's in relay. <laughs> it's a seasonal menu. So basically when winter comes and all the mice from the fields and the, the, the woods come indoors, you catch them and then you make yourself a Mc, McThulhu. <laughs> McThulhu burger. Oh, Try new goodness. color out of space nuggets. <laughs> I cannot even conceive of how good they are. <laughs> Nicholas Cage approves. <laughs> he was in that movie. I heard I heard recently that when Nicholas Cage went in to record his audio for uh his his voice performance for Into the Spider-Verse as Spider-Man Noir, he did a take and it was good, but they were like were trying to give him direction as to just be like more what he was doing. And apparently his exact response was, oh, you want the full cage. <laughs> you want cage uncaged. <laughs> right? Like, that is the greatest, like, acting note ever. Be uh, the you get full cage. Give, the give full us the full cage. cage. That makes me feel very uncomfortable, and I can't explain exactly why. That's the, well, that's, that's the full cage, baby. <laughs> I think, yeah, because when he's when he's in the cage, you feel results. safe. You feel chased when he's in the cage. So in a way, C H A S T E, chased when he's when or C H A S E D. Uh, both, correct. Yeah, both, oh. both. So yeah, when he's when when he's I'm uncaged, you prefer he be in the, in, the, in the chastity cage. Good night, everybody. A Secret Weapon Production.